Hello guys, how you doing today? Happy uh, Sunday. You know, today is a great day that the Lord has made. Today I want to talk to you guys um, in Matthew. I want to talk to you guys about what it says in Matthew um, 25 verses. Um, I start at verses 31 till uh, verses uh, 43. Well, verses 42. I want to. I want you guys to listen carefully. I'm going to read this passage to you guys. Um, before we start, let me pray that the Lord, Heavenly Father, I'm going to preach to your people today. Please bless this word and, and let your Holy Spirit um, touch their heart and um, so this word could um, transform their life. All right, so I'm going to start in verse 31. This is Matthew 25, verses 31. It says, When the Son of Man comes in his glory, and all the holy angels with him, then he will sit on the throne of his glory. All the nations will be gathered before him, and he will separate them from one another as a shepherd divides his sheep from the goats. And he will uh, set the sheep on his right hand. So this is Jesus uh, who is judging the world. And the goats on the left. Then the king will say to those on his right hand, Come, you bless, bless my father, inherit the kingdom, prepare for you from the foundation of the world. So Jesus is saying to the sheep that's on his right hand, enter the kingdom that um, that was prepared for you that was prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry and you gave me food. I was thirsty and you gave me drink. I was a stranger and you took me in. I was naked and you clothed me. I was sick, and you visited me. I was in prison, and you came to me. Then the righteous will answer. Then the righteous will answer him, saying, "Lord, when did we see you hungry, and feed you, or thirsty, and give you drink? When did we see you a stranger and take you in, or naked and clothe you?" Or when did we see you sick or in prison and come to you? And the king will answer and say to them, Surely as I say to you, and as much as you did it to one of the least of these, my brethren, you did it for me. Then he will also say to those on the left hand, Depart from me, you curse into everlasting fire. Prepare for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry, and you gave me no food. I was thirsty, you gave me no drink. I was a stranger, and you did not take me in. Naked, and you did not clothe me. Sick and in prison, you did not visit me. Then they will also answer him, saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry? or thirsty, or stranger, or naked, or sick in prison, did not minister to you. Then he would answer them 
For surely I say to you, and as much as you did not do it to one of the least of these, you did not do it for me. And these will go away into everlasting punishment, but the righteous into everlasting life. This is one of the most important passages in the Bible. So this is Matthew 25, verses 31 to, uh, I think, 41, 42. This passage is so important. And I think a lot of the time, we just skip that, like, like the church, do not preach on that. I think some churches you go to do not talk about why it's so important to help those who are less fortunate. You know, when you go to church, the pastor wants you to give wants you to give them their tithes and their offering. I don't have any problem with that, even though tithing and offering is not in the New Testament. That's an old testament for Malachi. They brought up into the New Testament church. That's not that's not in the New Testament. There's no way in the Bible it says in the New Testament that you have to um, give ten percent. Does not say that in the old in the New Testament. And then you know that's that's a different topic for another day. Um, you know I could talk about that some other time. You know if the Holy Spirit put it in my heart to talk about tithing and offering, I could talk about that. But right now, what's to, what, what, I'm, what I want to talk about is what Jesus says in Matthew 25. Okay, so he said, what you do for the least of these, you did it for me. That's how you know it's God, you know. We know that Jesus is God, obviously, right? Because think about it. A human being cannot talk like that. Your parents will never say, well, when you have the homeless, you're helping me out. There is no God in this world. The Muslim God, I mean, the Muslim uh, prophet, Muhammad or the Buddha or Hindu, the Hindu gods, they don't talk like that. Okay? So we have to have the right perspective in life. When we see someone in the street asking, we do not judge them. You know, there's a lot of people that like to judge the poor. We like to judge the homeless. You know, we like to say, oh, I wake up every morning, go to work. I work 48 hours a week. I work two jobs. If I could do it, you can't do it too. That's not a good thing. You don't know what that person's going through. You don't know maybe that person has some kind of mental illness, some kind of mental disorder, or that person's addicted to drugs and alcohol. They are in bondage. They are trapped. They cannot work like everybody else. Okay, so before you judge somebody in the street that's asking for help, just think about that. What will Jesus do? You need to have your compassion in your heart. You know, if you want to call yourself a Christian, you have to put yourself um, in the place of that person. Nobody wants to be out in the street asking and begging for money. Okay, they have a lot. Of, these people have a lot of problems. Instead of you judging them, do what Jesus says in Matthew 25. When you help those who are less fortunate, you're helping him out. Okay? When you judge them and then, and then you know, you mistreat them, that's the same way you judge them, you mistreat them, that's how you treat Jesus. 
You know, when you when you have money in your hand, you could have helped them out. You choose not to help them out. You know, that's how you treat Jesus. You know, that's basically you treating Jesus like that because Jesus says, when you help those out who have the, who who have the least, you're helping him out. You're doing it for him. Okay, so when God talks like that, we have to realize that we are here. We, some of us are blessed, you know, financially. We have health. And if we could help somebody who's less fortunate, that's what God would want us to do. Okay? There's no reason why, you know, if you have a regular job, you're able to provide for your family, that you're not, that whatever extra money you have, that you cannot help somebody out. If you choose to go to church and not give your money to the church, for whatever reason, you feel like the church is not spending your money wisely, it's not a good steward of your money, then you could decide to give that money to a charity or give that money to, uh, you could pray to the Lord and ask the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit for guidance and how you should um, help somebody who's in need, how you should help the least, those who are less fortunate. You know, so that's what I did. The Holy Spirit told me, to start um, to have those women that's in prostitution. And, you know, that's why I started my nonprofit organization called Jesus Daughters, is to help women all over the world that find themselves in prostitution in order to take care of their family. No woman wants to do that, but they don't have a choice. They have no way to take care of the kids, and some of them will starve, so they choose to become a prostitute. Okay, so those kind of people, or somebody who's out on, on who's doing a lot of drugs and just cannot, who's addicted, you know, addictions are hard. Um, it's really hard to get off addiction. I know because I used to smoke cigarette, and I was able to get off of that because of the Lord. The Lord set me free from that. I couldn't stop quitting, uh, uh, stop smoking. Once I got saved, I became born again. I quit smoking. I haven't smoked a cigarette in almost, what, eight years now? You know, I used to smoke all kinds of cigarettes, black and mild and Newports. You know, so we got to understand that when we see people, do not judge them. Show them love and compassion. You know, because, you know, they're going through a hard time. Life can be very hard. Okay, just remember that those who are least of us, we have to try to help them out any way we can. The same love and compassion that you show them, that's the same way the Lord is going to show you the same love and compassion. But if you are mean, you are judgmental, you know what I'm saying, you hate them, the same way you judge them, that's the same way the Lord is going to judge you. That's why Jesus says, prepare for the devil and his kingdom. I mean, for the devil, and you're going to be in the lake of fire. That's what Jesus just said right here. You're going to prepare for everlasting fire. Because he said, you saw me hungry. I was thirsty. You did not do anything for me. All right? So remember that, guys. Helping those who are less fortunate is a big deal to God. It shows, it shows that you have love in your heart. You know, it shows that you, you, if you love 
Jesus, if you say you love God, then you gotta love those who are less fortunate. If you don't, if you say you love Jesus and you could have somebody who's down on the luck, who's downtrodden, who's who's oppressed and vulnerable, and you choose not to do it, then you do not love Jesus. You do not love God. Okay? So remember that. You could do you could go to church, you know, you could be in the choir, you could do a lot of stuff, a lot of religious stuff. But if you don't have love in your heart, if you don't have a compassion, if you don't have that desire to help those who are less fortunate, then all these works that you're doing will not be anything to God. You know, it's such a big deal to the Lord that people who does not do that, they will go to hell. Because if they don't help those who are less fortunate, that's when they don't love him. If they don't love him, then you cannot enter heaven. All right? So if you guys are struggling with that part of your life, you're struggling with giving, with helping those who are in need. Okay, so because we all have weakness. You know what I'm saying? Some of us might be addicted to pornography to alcohol, to um, uh, premarital sex, whatever lying, deceit, you know, racism, xenophobia, whatever sin that you have in your life that you are struggling with, sexual lust, perversion, you need to try to get down on your knees and humble yourself and ask the Holy Spirit for grace and mercy to, to change you, to transform you. Okay, if you have, if you're struggling with, if you are a selfish person, if you're struggling with giving people, helping those who are in need, ask the Lord for forgive, ask the Lord for help. You know, say, Lord, you know, I know how important it is for me to help those who are in need. Please, Father, give me a heart that's going to give, uh, give me a soft, soft in my heart so I could have love for those who are less fortunate. And provide for me, Lord, so I could give those who are less fortunate. If you pray to the Lord like that, He's going to help change you. Because being selfish, you're not going to inherit God's kingdom. There's no selfish people in heaven. We cannot be selfish. Selfish is a, is a horrible sin. When you're a selfish person, you, you do almost anything. Because if you're selfish, you're narcissistic, you only care about yourself. You don't care about hurting somebody else just to get what you want. Selfish is a horrible um, sin. So we have to fight against that. All sins are going to separate you from God forever. We have to fight against those sin in our life. Okay? So we cannot allow um, sin to germinate, to, to take root. We have to uproot any sin in our life. Okay? You see, Matthew 25, you know, this is Matthew, yeah, Matthew 25. So this is Jesus himself talking. This is the king talking. This is in red letters. This is not the disciples talking. This is Jesus himself talking. He didn't even mention the, the other sin because we know all other sins are going to separate you from God. Lying, deceit, any any sin 
you will be separate from God. But this is Jesus talking in red letters. Have has such had it is such a big deal for him that you help those who are in need. That you help those who are less fortunate. He said you're gonna go to hell if you don't. Right? And he knows if you really want to help like like if you give a thousand dollars to a charity, he knows you're just doing it, you're not doing it out of love. Just like we have a lot of billionaires and billionaires that's giving so much money away. A lot of the time when they give that much money away, they want to get glorified. They want to get praised for that. They always have to make a public announcement about that. Okay? You don't want to be like that. You know? If you're going to help, you got to help. You don't need to um, make a public announcement about that. And I'm going to read to you what it says in, in Matthew 12. In Matthew 12, um, in the book of Matthew, if you guys open your Bible to the book of Matthew, you're going to see a lot of red letters. All the red letters, I mean, some of you guys may not know that, some of you guys may know that. That's Jesus talking. Okay, so this is the king talking. And let me mention to you guys. Um, okay, so let me go to Matthew 12, verses... Um, Give me one second. Let me pull this up. I think it was Matthew 12, verses 18. Okay, let me see if I got that right. I just want to make sure that, um, okay. So I want to make sure that I was giving you guys um, what it says. Yeah, so I don't think, no, I'm sorry, guys. It's not on Matthew 12, verse 18. I forgot the way I put this passage. And basically what it was saying is, um, that when you give, do not let your do, when you give, do not let your left hand knows. Uh, you know when you give, do not let your left hand knows what you're doing. Okay, so anytime you guys do get works, you help other people out. Do not make a public announcement about it. Do not let people know about that, because when you let people know about it, you trying out. You want people to praise you. You want to receive glory for for doing something that. You know, so that's why you hear a lot of celebrities. You know, that's the thing that I never really like about celebrities. Anytime they do something good, they got to let the whole world know about that. Because they're not really doing it for God. They're doing it for themselves, to be praised. So everybody could be like, wow, Sandra Bullock, she's such a great actress. She's such a nice person. She gave a million dollars to this charity. Shaq, he's such a good person. He's giving money to to whatever, you know? Tyler Perry, Beyonce. Tyler Perry is one of the celebrities that I have to let everybody know um, when he does something good, when he gives money to charity. He always got to make a public announcement about that. And the Bible says we should not be doing that. If we call ourselves Christian, we cannot do stuff like that. We glorifying ourselves. We praising ourselves instead of giving God glory. You know, Jesus said, "Our Father in heaven will see the good works that you do when you when you do when you do something good. You don't have to let everybody knows about that." Okay. All right, guys. So if you guys take anything away from what I was talking about, number one, you have to help those who are less fortunate. Okay. If you say you love Jesus and you're not helping people out, then that love is empty. 
if you really love Christ, you got to have those who are um, less fortunate. Number two, do not let people know when you do something good. When you have somebody who's in need, do not let the whole world know about that. Just keep it between you and the Lord. Okay? All right, guys. I appreciate you taking the time to watch me. I hope this message um, really nourish you, nourish your soul, and really enrich you. And so you guys could know that to fight the good fight and keep the faith. Okay? Fight the good fight of faith. All right. Until next time.